we sometimes go away from trusting our, our instinct. You know, that, that for me is a real big work on is, is to really work hard at, um, at trusting myself. One that we're learning about is understanding, un- really just understanding the, the root cause of your attachment and just asking why. Holding my head again Making my way through crowded thoughts Sometimes it's hard to get out of it Here we go, friends. We are back and we are preparing to go deeper. Deeper than we sometimes might feel comfortable with, but deeper to a place where I guess the goal might be to reawaken that bit within that feels like there's something more to this you know and that might sound quite out there and spiritual in some ways and I guess it's supposed to because that is obviously through thousands of years of human perception and meaning and trying to understand this this is obviously a part that plays a huge role psychologically physically on the human spirit if you like and this episode is I guess the manifestation of my curiosity as to what is even a bigger meaning like seriously what is that is it a god is it an energy are they the same thing I sometimes think about the variety in humans and I think that that you know although we live in a time in life where the differences are highlighted in a way to pit us against each other i think they also reveal a secret a underlying truth of the difference is the similarity and i guess just to break that down If there is such thing as spirituality and a God and meaning, then surely it would be accompanied in a format that makes sense to the difference in us, the way we speak differently, the way we look differently, the way we feel differently. If the spirituality or the the energy flows within that, then why would it be uniformed? I don't know why we would expect that. And weirdly, we do. We try and put things in boxes. and, And I guess... What I've been trying to do in this podcast in my own journey, um, I guess philosophically or spiritually, is to try and just open up that space a little bit so that I might not close everything off from what I can't see, from what I can't feel, from what I can't touch. And to help me do that in this week, in this week's podcast, I've asked two special friends to join me. First is Paul Rangwahia. And he's an artist and an amazing mental health advocate. Um, in fact, he was the first person I heard talk about this idea of mental wealth or mental strength, not just mental health. He sits down and ponders with me in a short chat. And followed up by that is Akash Kuma. And I guess I didn't really plot out this podcast but something amazing emerged I think I thought when I talked about spirituality or something like that that it would be under the Christian lens I just didn't anticipate that my first guest being Māori would be talking about 
spirituality through the Māori lens. And that my second guest, podcaster and amazing architect, Akash, would be talking about it through the Hindu lens. So I learnt a lot and I hope you will too as we dive into this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind. Just before we kick off, can I please give a quick shout out to my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash please blow my mind. There's a few people, good people, who support me via Patreon and it allows me to, I guess, (laughs) dabble in things that expand my thinking. Probably not what you think I would be dabbling in. My latest purchase is these socks. (laughs) It's probably an anti-sale. You're like, I ain't going near your Patreon page if you're buying socks. But listen, listen, they're socks that are shoes. And I've been using them as I challenge myself to skip every day for 100 days. Well, most days for 100 days. And these sock shoes are an amazing addition to my mental toolkit to enable me to achieve that. Because as you can imagine, I just slip those socks on and then I'm skipping, baby. And I just think it's one of the amazing things that um, I'm able to play around with as we you know, try and dabble our way through the consciousness of life. Okay, team, let's get into these two chats with two very special people. Can I say thank you for joining me on this podcast? You blow my mind. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Bringing out the fight, yeah, bring on all the lightning. Cause I'm looking for a hero, look inside the mirror. I find one. Oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard. Pick it up, dust it off. When I fall down 11, I get up 12. Don't need nobody else. Yeah, I can save myself. Hey, brother. Uh, Kia ora, Will. How are you, man? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> nice, to, uh, nice to have a... Um, a Face-to-face cordial with you? Yeah, you too, my bro, you too. Um, look, I guess we just kind of jump straight into it because that's the beauty of being live on Instagram and live in the world. And, you know, we are live all the time, but these things remind us that uh, I guess the portal opens up a little bit. So I guess it's in that nature, Paul, that I've been um, – I have a little series that I'm developing, you know, not to do anything specific with, but – the beauty of having a podcast is I've been able to meet interesting people and talk mm. through ideas, you know, in a kind of uh, right. in a world that doesn't want you to really go off the straight and narrow at the moment, you know, probably mainly because that's dangerous. We've we've seen that ideas can fester, and anyway, so uh, that's one thing. But this concept that I've been uh, toying with is the idea of wrestling with meaning, and I don't know. I just kind of thought how cool it would be to start going back through some of the guests and to, you know, cover things that maybe we don't normally in the podcast, like what even is the idea of having a bigger meaning, Um, you know, and and what does that mean? So first of all, Paul, um, I just want to say hi to you. I've jumped straight in. Um, (laughs) And I think it's so nice to be able to, uh, um, you know, have that, uh, initial relationship and you develop that relationship so it's easy to, to dive into those big questions because you know you have that natural uh, coming together 
And, and I, um, just like you, it's, it's something that, you know, when you have time to think about it, it's such a fascinating um, uh, place to take, take your mind. I, I, I don't know about you, I was, I was brought up um, in, a, in a Catholic family. So, yeah, we went to church and, and went through the Catholic schools, and, and the schools were great. But I always um, I was always blown away by the whole concept of religion. It never really made sense to me. Um, and I remember seeing this really cool um, uh, image, and it was uh, a vast ocean. And the vast ocean was called spirituality. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there was a little goldfish um, bowl, and uh, inside it was a fish, and it said religion. And so, you know, in this vastness of, of what I see as, as spirituality, as energy, um, is, is the pockets of religions. And that didn't really make sense to me because I'm always about excess. I want to, like, go, right, you know, um, where can I go and find that thing and go to that place? So uh, uh, it was hard for me because I was fighting against this, this you know, uh, the way our family was brought up. And, and, and don't get me wrong, there's always good aspects of any, anything. I don't take away different things, but, yes, it's it sort of um, – had too much of a, a lid on on, on, on my thinking. Um, mm. What about yourself? Yeah. Oh, look, probably similar. You know, grew up, um, uh, I guess, with a Christian background. So, you know, obviously the the Pacific has their story with the missionaries coming and um, spreading the word of God, and and um, probably like for the next generation, making a lot of people not sure what that means, um, yeah. and. And, and I guess one of the things that's that I've kind of taken away is I kind of sat back one day and I thought, well, it'd be interesting to say I don't believe in any of it because it's so ingrained in the way I grew up. Even yeah. the idea of New Zealand or Aotearoa um, with the anthem and God defend New Zealand, you know, like like we just kind of that didn't sound weird until it started to sound weird. And now yeah. what do you do with that when you start thinking of, well, we're in a time now where we can make changes or amendments or uh, look back on history and decide where do we want to plot our path forward? And so for me, I've been thinking, well, what's something worthy to plot forward? And so I looped back around to, well, what is it that sits uncomfortably with the idea of spirituality? And I feel like for many people, it's because you can't really – put an algorithm on it well you can but not really you know? yeah, yeah. that's right that's right but but it's still the thing that if you think about it yeah we do all we, we do lots of different things like uh, outsource okay. our, our faith yeah and, and i think i think the secret is to um you know sometimes we want to put things in, into boxes but you can't box up Spirituality, and I really do believe you know, in the work that I do with with organisations and government and different groups throughout around the, the country is it's you, you can't you can't um, box these things up because we all feel and, and interact differently with it. But I think there's I think spirituality we're missing a real trick by not connecting to it because I, I think we need to change the way we look at it and just you know imagine energy. Where, where do you find um, you know the energy that you need to fill yourself up? Well, I, I take a lot of um, a lot of that energy from my tupuna, from people that have gone. You know, I, I have my own spiritual walker where you know, I go to those people who are in that walker for me, me as my advisory um, board. Mm. You know, when I'm in, in nature, um, you know, I like to, to think and talk in, in my mind to, to people that aren't here anymore, but they are here because where do they go, you know? Mm. I, I feel that I'm very mm. connected to them spiritually and um 
you know, just through my own experience, um, you know, the amount of uh, fulfillment and success and support I've had uh, from connecting with my spiritual, it's, it's made me um, far greater in, in terms of understanding my potential than I would ever be without it. You know, it's, it is mm. so much of who, who I am. Like I was, I was fortunate as a young um, fellow to um, you know, spend lots of time at the par. Uh, you know, we'd go to the par because my granddad lived there for a long time, and then we'd go to the, obviously Tangi and, and different things. And whilst we weren't as, as strongly connected as my my, my cousins, um, we all spent plenty of time there. And that's uh, when it was just so natural to me. That was spirituality. Was it was like talking about the weather. Mm. And, and so you, you go into these other environments where it's, it's not as comfortable to talk about, you know, that particular thing. So you don't, you know, yes. so you, you keep it to yourself. And and it's like any, anything that we can't see, um, you know, we have to rely on our, on our sensory, uh, our feelings um, to connect with it. Um, mm. You know, we, we sort of struggle around that, don't we, you know? Um, Absolutely. So, well, I, well I, yeah. Sorry, sorry bro, you go. No, no, you can't. No, it's, uh, it's just like, you know, it sounds like when you talk, it's very logical, you know, and I love that. And then the first thing I start feeling is like, so how do you pack that and take it with you when you need it? Like when someone yeah. puts you on the spot and say, what do you believe in? Because yeah. then the stakes are different. And it, it kind of, I get a sense too that it's a, we kind of deal and scale these days, you know, like everything's about, mass and even this right now you know it's like this fine system that can work with one or hundred of us and we can all get together but i i wonder if like spirituality at its core is attention when we try and scale it because it might mean you might be a little bit like art maybe you know where yours is different to mine but we can say we're creating and there's something revealed in that and bringing all those together maybe in a uh you know, when you do a show, for example, do you take your art to show? That's it, why is that not a church? I mean, basically, it should be right. Yeah, it probably was true. way back. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it's mm. it's, it's interesting, isn't it? How we um, it's not a a, a more uh, encouraged subject even in schools. You know, I, I know that obviously, if you're at a religious school, there's uh, religious education, um, but just that connection to your wairua. To, to a, a greater spirit, you know, a spirit of the community. What is that spirit of the community? Because that community, Whakapapa's back to, you know, the people who have come into it. I, I, I was recently um, doing a um, uh, cultural piece uh, with a company, so it's a year year project, and we talked about that. You know, there's um, some real issues around culture, but that all starts from somewhere. Whakapapa's back to, to somewhere, you know. It has um, shaped the spirit of, of the community. So what went on there? You know, why is that spirit, why is that energy funny? Well, let's not ignore it. <laughs> you know, if it feels funny, it is funny. So let's find out more, more about it, you know. I think that, that we, we, we sometimes go away from trusting our, our instinct. You know, that, that for me is a real big work on is, is to really work hard at, um, at trusting myself, you know, and when I'm, I feel... Um, uh, when I feel in a really sweet spot, you know, then everything seems to open up, you know, and I can connect um, far, far, far greater. Mm. So, yeah. Man, it's, um, yeah, and I guess that's where, that's where we're, you know, what do you do with that? that that's my question, you know, is like, what, 
well, if we're, I guess the idea is that maybe one of the areas for societies, modern day humans to explore is we've, we've become masters of outsourcing, haven't we? You know, we outsource yeah. the time, like we've got the sun and the moon there to do it all for us. But of course we need to set the alarm and, you know, <clears throat> we've gone down this whole pathway of an experiment with, um, you know, having these devices. And I mean, look, it's enabling this conversation now, but I, I would like to think, you know, optimistically, maybe that's something that uh, we are able to um, be brave at saying, well, just because you can't see it, or I think you can feel it, but you can't see it, mate. That's the big one, right? Everything's so visual. Our world yeah. now is like, I saw it. I saw it, and I, yeah. can, I, yeah. I know what that means. But we do know that if you're stressed, the way you remember things is different, or the way you view the world is different. Like, actually, physically, you know, when you're stressed, you see through a smaller lens as opposed to this peripheral vision. And I kind of, for me, the most logical thing is um, I read this scientific paper that was talking about breathing at a slow rate and that uh, they timed it through all of these ancient hymns through churches, you know, through different religions, and they all came out at this rate. And I thought to myself, oh, that would be a really good thing. If you could say breathe at a rate that would connect you to something, awesome mm. you know mm. but then again i'm like oh that's a that's a bit of a statement well you know because what are you really saying and yeah. someone says well how does it connect me to something and it's like well yeah. you've read yeah. you know so i i that something is i call it calm yeah. you know and that might as well be a god in my opinion because we're so oh, stressed <laughs> totally but you know you think someone explained meditation really well to me because i struggle to to slow myself down i can I can go really well in, in many moments um, with with breathing, but um, I, I I sort of struggle in that area. And, and this person said to me, you know, think about meditation is about doing things you love. You know, if you can spend time doing things you love, often your um, thoughts are not elsewhere; they're in front of that thing because that's where you love to be, and so you're very present to that. He said, think about meditation that way, you know, as opposed to having to quiet your mind in a, in a pose, you know, that you'd see from a, um, a monk or a yoga teacher or something. And that really helped, that really helped me. Um, I, I think sometimes we, we think that we're not going to reach that point because we can't do something. We just have to reframe things in the way we look at, look at things. Mm. So, you know, you know, you talked about, um, you know, uh, getting to that place and then someone saying, what's in that place? And you can't explain what that thing is. Well, I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah, is that you know yeah. it, 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 it is it is anything you want it to be, and um, and when I started thinking about that, I was like, oh right, well, that that is perfect sense. You know, that um, is where I want it to go to. It doesn't matter that I don't know what it is. That's the excitement of it and the fear, you know, because I think as we um, as we 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 push ourselves to think further about it, there is that element of skepticism or fear or whatever it may be that could hold us slightly back. But we know on the other side of that is all the good stuff. That's the growth, you know, that we're going to yeah. keep looking, keep asking, you know, keep searching yeah. for those things in a positive way. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just had that kind of thought too when you were talking. Um, you know, there's this kind of conversation around vaccination and and I'm, I'm flip-flopping in my mind, you know. One day I'm like, yeah, it should be mandatory. And then I'm like, but that's not how we live. People can go and buy smokes, for example, and we don't say yeah. it's illegal. We just say, you know, the risks with it. And yes. it's very, it's funny, yeah, you really got to challenge your mind to not loop into a system where you're just like, 
do it because I can see an outcome. We all get it, then we're done. You know, then we can all go back to how it was, but we're not going to go back to that. And humans have never gone back. And, you know, there's this tension. But I thought to myself, one of the things I've seen online is like, uh, it's like, like the sovereignty of myself. It's my body, my rules. And I kind of agree with that, you know. Um, and maybe spirituality, spirituality could be put under that umbrella. It's my spirituality. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll explain it if I want to. But just yes. I'm going to explore that myself, you know, and if there was that's a bit right. more of that, it wouldn't be like, hey, what do you believe? Because that's quite a yes. question, right? What do you believe? Totally. In? And yeah. it, maybe it should be like, well, why are you asking? You should tell me first what you believe in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know because there's always bias, isn't there, when you admit things, mm. you know, or you have only mm. one point, point of reference. And I, that's why I think spirituality is a, a gift, isn't it? Because it's, you know, of what you want it to, to be. Um, yeah, I, I, what, do you, what do you think? You know, in, in our schooling system, there's certain boxes that we like to, to tick and everything. But the more I see people coming out the other end, um, you know, it would be wonderful to think that we could uh, have more of a focus on, on the likes of conversation around spirituality, around mm. um, breathing, you know, around uh, the importance of uh, our, our connection to each other. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it yeah would, no, it was, right. I, think, I think it would soften out a lot of the edges, you know. I think we can develop a lot of um, empathy for for each other, you know, when we allow yeah. um, each other to positively, you know, um, connect with, with that spirituality. It, seem, it seems, because I, I find it, the thing I struggle with is, um, as an expressive person wanting to experience as much as I can and, and, and I guess fulfill my potential is I don't like the limiting factor, you know, of um, of, of not letting people, you know, just uh, connect to what they need. So, yes. yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. And, and of course, the tension too is there's, there's you, you can see how I guess the wheels can come off if the, if the idea is too big. You know, that's the bit, too, that who are you to challenge a God, you know? And let's say I've been tasked to tell you what to do, you know? So it's like, um, it's like that that's the bit that freaks people out as well. And that's why I think if you bring it back to an individual level, it's like, well, what's the difference then with just me meditating on remembering things? You know, why is that not connecting? Um, Yeah running an, a memory of a grandmother through your mind and a, how, how is that not, uh, you know, a religious practice? And I, I think it would be, you know, I think the well, probably a wrong fre- reference here, but the devil's in the detail. Right. Yeah. And that's what I, if you're like kind of saying, yeah, I'm a spiritual person. What do you really, what the others think you are? But yes, yeah, see, but I, I mean, I could go to a funeral um, in a church and be, and be moved by something that someone sees or the feeling of being there and not being religious or connected to that. But I could also you know, be walking along the river and, and see a, a bird fly across, you know, and know, mm. and know in my heart and in my mind that that was um, a person that, that I know, and it could have been such and such or whoever, but I know because I needed to see that at that point, you know. Mm. And um, and I, I think that for me is, is, is exciting because... Uh, uh, Let's not shut the doors on each other. Let's let's open them up. You know, let's yeah. take down the fences. I think because you you do get that feeling, don't you? Like I, we just talked about technology. Sometimes it's the barrier, um, and um, and it can be quite divisive, can't it? And, and so, um, yeah, that spirituality 
it would be great just to drop out, pull down the fences. Yeah. Mm. I sometimes think that maybe one of the gifts that humans can do is we can slightly reinvent things, but not have to rehash everything. Like I think back to, remember there was a time or there, there must've been a time, uh, bef- you know, when you couldn't get divorced, for example, you know, and then you could, and then there were people weren't sure what to do. So what do you get called now? And then, Someone yep. must have put miss or you know He's something miss. like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, miss. And um I feel like kind of gonna remove it a bit from whatever we think spirituality means and give it a new task. And maybe subconsciously that's what we've been trying to do through breathing, you know, is to go back to something as ancient as life itself and to kind of back interweave everything to whatever that means today, you know. And I, I um and, you know, I'm not actually seeking true answers here. I'm just genuinely fascinated because uh, also I think if we don't fill that gap with some real deep thinking, something will fill it. And I think we've talked about this before, the idea of, you know, the God of Nike or the God of Adidas telling us what's the moral compass here and and uh, this big conversation around, you know, things that get too big become like the God of climate change and who's leading that and what, where are we going together? And I'm just kind of not that convinced in those things at the moment, you know? Yeah. And I, I, for me, I really, if, if I was to, I guess, sum things up, it's, I really think look, spirituality is just, um, uh, you have access to all this energy, you know? So like what I'm always trying to do is just to try to, you know, have my energy at its highest levels, you know, especially for creation, you know, like I really want to create things that are going to change things for the, for the better. And, um, and so I, I, the way I work now is I I need that time to, um, to recalibrate, you know, to have that, that space in my mind. And, um, and so for my energy levels to be high, I need to have, um, my spirituality access to that you know and mm. I need to have access to other things as well um, but that's my focus is that you know where can you find your best energy uh, you know mm. ask yourself that question if you're not you know having that that, that, that energy that's um, you feel is is where you're performing your best then you know don't be afraid to look in places like you know spirituality create it in your own thinking you know start to imagine what it would be like you know, from a joy, a joyous perspective, you know, and not a fear-based one, and just see yeah. what happens. You know, just see what happens, bro. Beautiful. And and if there's one thing that you know that maybe the answer is something in with the problem, which is well, I can't see it. So how can I know it's true? Maybe that's the way to engage with it. It's like spirituality might be something that is just you thinking, talking in your yeah. mind. And I mean, there's no different to mindfulness or positive psychology or. Right you know, uh, hypnotism, you know, and planting good words in, um, the brain registers what it needs to. But I think that would give us that feeling because that's the thing, right? There's something comforting about, and I don't necessarily know what I mean by this, to know there would be a bigger plan. I don't know what that means, you know, but sometimes it feels like you reach that point. I'm sure you feel it with art, right? Like uh, almost like, uh, what would you call it? Like, an energy given to you or something like that. I mean, yeah. is, that, is that how it feels when you're creating? It does. It, yeah. I remember when I first created my little Warren of Fitness and, um, and that really just happened uh, without me even knowing what I was doing. But at the end of it, it was the, the, the most surreal moment for me. It was like the universe, you know, was saying to me here, here's a gift, you know, 
And, um, and so there was lots of people working on that. You know, that's what I often say to my tupuna is like, hey, I've got this I need some help with. Can you go away and, and throw it around, see what you come back with? And, and, and if, I, if it is something that um, um, really needed my help, it'll come back, you know. And I love, I love that thought, being able to put something out there, not worry about it, trust, just trust the universe, you know, because I've got people, I've got people out there helping me. You know, yeah. that's what I think it is. They helped me create that piece of artwork that changed my life. You know, and it's like, yeah. wow, if I didn't have that ability to open my mind and, and think and, and see things in a different way, then I would have, you know, um, perhaps never seen that and, and not fulfilled, you know, some of the talents that I had. Beautiful, beautiful. Paul, would you wrap it? Because I feel like we've done a nice little workshop there. There's plenty for us to ponder. Um, and as always, man, I thank you for answering the call to come and chat with me. Uh, we'll do a longer form one when we can catch up again. And um, yeah, just give everyone um, who out there who's watching and listening just a quick um, link that they can come and follow some of the work you do. Yes. So if you'd like to uh, check me out on the Facebook, Porangiwa here. And uh, if you Google my name, um, Porangiwa here, there's only only one. So um uh, yeah, thank you, Will. I, I, I love it. It's, it's a really neat, um, it's, I like that short and punchy um, session, and uh, yep. I got heat from it as much, I'm sure, as you did as well. So uh, keep yep. up the great group, brother. Much thank you, well. man. All right, team, take care. See everybody. See you, Paul. Take care. Yeah, I can save myself. What's up, bro? Hey man, how's it going? Good brother, nice to see you again. You too, how you been? Oh dude, just like us all, trying to trying to suss it all out, eh? Yep, I can imagine. <laughs> what about you bro, how's life for you? Oh, it's, um, it's going right, like second time round, I think we're used to it. Um, and I think that's the thing, eh? Trying to find... New, um, like not letting it get too monotonous, you know, and it can it can become kind of like a, a flat line, which can be good sometimes. But you know, sometimes it's nice to change it up a little bit. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I think there's something in that too. What you're talking about, for me, it feels like some type of retreat, like a silent retreat where i mean parts of it right i don't want to say it's like that for everybody but there are learnings in that and maybe that's what part of my feeling around trying to explore you know deeper sense of meaning um and i know that you know this is a quite a confrontational topic for some because even for me like i don't actually know if i was put on the spot what it is i believe and actually i've been thinking about that that's a little bit by design from my parents and family because I guess the idea of Aotearoa, New Zealand, was supposed to be, let's just say, in its best form, prosperity for all and progressive and, you know, and, and I think yeah. what happens is when you put the brakes on like they are now, you get kind of removed from the matrix a bit. And so I'm the type of person who pops up and, and, and I'm like, okay, time for a stock check what's up you know yeah and um i guess i've just become really fascinated with how everyone processes meaning 
and that's why I invited you on the show, bro, just to have a little, uh, yeah, man. you know, one one to say hi, but two, like, like, how do you process that, bro? What's your if someone says, "What do you believe?" outside of what you can see and touch, what's your? Yep. Do you have a general idea? Um. Yeah, somewhat. So, like, I believe in in Hinduism. That's my religion. Um, and for me, that's more that the way of it's it's a way of life, or it's an art of being mm. um, as such. Mm. And 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 the, and the the way I see it in the world or understand it in the world is that everything everything's just like vibrating or is energy. And so with that, the one of the core um, teachings within Hinduism is that everything is like related and is the one truth or the, the one consciousness, you know? And so for me, I, when, I, when I think about meaning and being in this world, it's that I'm just equal and everything's equal in around us. Does that make sense? Bro, it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. The thing that I start thinking is, how does that apply to an everyday life? You know, like one of the things we talk about mindfulness in today's world, there's nothing yeah. more mindful than lockdown living, right? It's yeah. like you wake up and it's just today. And we I think we're sold this idea that having a mindful existence is interesting and good, but yeah. part of the monotony of it is that, you know, you get out of the habit of dreaming and thinking forward. And remember when we were kids, how cool it was to think about Christmas or a birthday or a holiday and True. how long that period of time took to arrive to be. And I guess that's what I'm hearing a little bit too, is that you are you, able to articulate a, a different zone, you know, to say if we get out yeah. of this logic, what is it, you know? And I guess part of the reason why I'm keen to explore that a bit deeper with you is what I kind of am interested in, especially with spirituality and that idea is yep. it, it's like a solo journey in some ways, but you're part of a collective consciousness. And yeah, I just think how freeing that is compared to most of the things in today's world, you know? And, um, yeah, man. So, so could you just, because I, you know, it's a little bit of the ignorance, I guess, of, of me and pe I guess people in general, we know what we know and we're not yep. so open to what we don't know, but can you explain a little bit of Hinduism, bro? And, and like, just like your interpretation. I mean, you kind of did, but, yep. um, you know, was it something you grew up with and like, have you, you know, like, waved inside and out of it yeah yeah man so we were like traditional indian household you know um and yeah so we we were raised as as hindus and for us to kind of understand our culture and, and what it meant we were sent to sunday school we were taught like Gujarati, our language, and before we'd go, we'd go into the temple, and that was m my parents' way of helping me to connect to my my culture and, and what it meant, well, to help me learn and understand what it meant. Um, 
And then I guess what we were doing at the same time, being here and living here, is we're trying to navigate between this like Eastern philosophy and this Western way of living. And so it's like, mm-hmm. hey, We also had Bible classes on Tuesdays, you know, and and so as a young kid, you're you've you've got these different like um, teachings coming to you, and and I think that was actually quite cool because it it kind of opens you up to take new new things in or new perspectives, let's say, you know, and I I found it quite interesting learning about like. It, it's it's so funny because even my my granddad, like he still talks about he he told us the stories about Moses and he had like the the story of Moses on video cassette you know and we'd watch that. So I think there was kind of like this mixed, um, mixed view or open really open view to what we believed in. And then as I kind of got older, I'd um, some of my my mates and mentors they um they used to attend these youth classes held um by by an organization called the Chimay Mission and what Chimay Mission is about is about spreading um the 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 learnings and the teachings of Hinduism but in a really logical and easy way to understand and practice in life and it was there where I really got interested in how to apply the teachings of Hinduism in our day-to-day life. So um, at the core of it, from what I've learned, and I'm still learning, and I'm, I'm probably going to get some of it wrong, but from what I've understood, understood so far is that it comes, to, it comes down to desire and attachment. Um, and the, 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 like the core teachings within Hinduism is to remove that desire and attachment so that you can con- connect yourself to a higher truth or consciousness, which is, which in, in Hinduism, they call as Om, the, the one universal force or the energy or that, that sound really. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's like it. Like it, it to to. It, it's really hard to try and condense it all down into like one, mm. like into really quick. Um, like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, because it's so broad and so vast. Bro, bro, absolutely. In its yes. core, that's what it is. It's it's to really just remove the attachments and desires and attune yourself or purify your mind towards um, something higher, I'd say. Yes, yes, yes. But even that insight and that learning and that teaching would be so useful in modern society, even if it was not under the umbrella of Hinduism or any one name. But that principle is something I think that we're not collectively acknowledging that aiming yep. your sights onto something and yep. we just think that's make-believe and, and and i know we don't really feel that but we we don't acknowledge that and so we treat it like it's make-believe maybe that's what i mean you know 
that we're yeah. we're kind of forgetting that there's this um it's clearly a force and energy but it's when you put yeah. on the spot to say do you really believe that i think people just yeah. being like oh no i believe in science and logic and algorithms yeah and so what we've been what we've been learning just so far is that it's because because it's not tangible and we can't see it like we can't because we can't see it and experience it we feel like it's removed from us but what we've been learning is that it's actually already us <laughs> and everything around us is it already is us so we're trying to look for something that we already are you know and and i think that's also like another learning within it is to just bring your mind or tune your mind to that everything around us already is that and to mm. take those moments in the day to recognize that or understand that um does this it must be so well i've got two questions one how do you kind of process this in real life you know um, yeah is it useful because and the other question i have is you know when the wheels come off a little bit what are the steps you look at to kind of regain a little bit of that control? Um, what, do you, what do you mean in terms of that second question? So the second question is like, we all have ups and downs, right? And oh, I yeah. guess I'm just trying to find common, you know, maybe they're mental things you can latch onto or, cool. you know, sometimes it's a piece of music you know and yeah. and remind you of something but yep. it's luck at the moment it might be that it's on the radio and i think it shouldn't be it should be yep. a pre-meditated system which which i think would be a better uh definition for faith and stuff right it's to say when yep. the chips are down think in this way and that will put you on the right path especially when you can't trust you know a heightened emotion for example yeah so what like what we've been learning is and like i'm still i still struggle to do this as well Absolutely. is that like as we all do yeah and 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 part of your your daily practice is to like sing certain spiritual songs or hymns which just reminds you that like reminds you that there is a higher or even like for us we do have little temples within our homes and to prostrate down to them in the in the morning and evening is just a little bit of a reminder that um you know this this there is that something there but i i know what you're saying in terms of like having those those ups and the downs where you come in and out of it as well sometimes you're really tuned to it um and you know everything's you're, you're kind of on this this high and you feel the buzz and the energy and then you kind of like shove it to the side because life gets hard you know you got your work your family you got to pay your bills and you know that and then trying to apply that what you've learned to the real workings that's a mission <laughs> and i think that's where that's where those little little reminders or little exercises to breathe and so mm. just take a step back and remember like what am i a part of yeah yeah it's interesting i can see that uh gareth has joined and obviously 
we're the duo that do the Manava breathing and you know that's a yep. um, exploration in a business but but I think one of the unintended consequences that we've stumbled upon is when you look back in history that goes as far back and, and oh, like yeah. in a way that is before societies started to divide you know yeah um that there's these practices that you see that might as well um, be as intertwined as life itself and yeah i kind of think that's like that's why i'm so fascinated with this whole conversation because it's uh for many it's like not real and for those of us who live in a fast-paced society and you know try to make sense of things in real time you can quite easily say i don't need that kind of stuff you yeah. know um yeah I, one thing that always comes to mind i, I interviewed a, a police crisis negotiator so he was the guy that you call when the terrorists are doing their yeah. thing right and he said like one of the interesting things about humans is in that moment of you know no turning back or you know uh let's say it's the wheels have fallen off and it's like horrible and you're on your last kind of um breath maybe you yeah you, you make you make a call for either one of two things god or your mum and I yep. thought that was a real interesting thing that I, you know, to hear a police officer, a, a terrorist guy who, um, well, his whole thing is psychology and whatnot, but even he was kind yeah. of starting to dip into some metaphysical stuff, you know. So yep. I, I find it fascinating. And look, I've had two of these conversations today, and one has talked about kind of, I guess, the connectivity in the Maori culture. And I kind of get the feeling that's similar in your culture, that it's about this acknowledgement of yourself, but through your ancestors. And you get there by 100%. kind of, what would you call it? That kind of mindful action of transcending into it. Yeah. So um, I, it's, it's, it's interesting you, you speak about this, like connecting back into your ancestors and um and also, I think you spoke about nature as well. Um, when I did my thesis, I looked at how um, we could create like a community space in New Zealand, but based on um, the Hindu and Maori culture. And I ended up finding about like 15 similarities between the cultures and how connected they actually are to um, like the orientation of how you lay out your building to what certain um, spaces within the building um, are about and what you do in those spaces, but also um, just the type of energy you create in the space. Uh, I thought that was like really interesting and just like you're saying, how far back this goes, like this is like, mm. we have to talk about the, the, the very first people here and what they believed in and just, yes you know where where they came from and a whole like series of evolution you know and and uh, yeah yeah absolutely where like if you came out of your like primitive hut the the only thing bigger than you really was the sun you know and like even in in both cultures there's so much respect for the the sun and what it provides us Yeah, so much and such a lack of respect today, 
right? Like the sun, we block it out. <laughs> we literally wear glasses <laughs> yeah, and have windows and blinds and like alarms to wake us up. And, you know, I'm not really being too tough on that stuff, but we can't expect it not to have this effect, you know? And the effect yeah. is, well, this miscalibration of whatever's happening. And, you know, um, we call it, you know, like a mental health, uh, what would you, you know, like a, a epidemic, you know, where yep. hundreds of thousands of just uh, kind of Kiwis are, you know, trying to recalibrate. But, but I think what's hopeful for me is talking like this, you start to be encouraged to look further back to be like, well, yeah, you know, what was before everyone maybe uh, traded something in for the future that, you know, um, we're seeing the repercussions of today. So, well, bro, that's interesting. Hey, man, um, I don't know if it's polite or not to ask, but I'll just give it a go anyway. So um, you mentioned you're kind of learning and practicing Hinduism. Is there something you can share just for someone like myself who has not had anything to do with it that I might be able to not try is the wrong word, but to engage with, like, is there a, um, a, yeah. a, a mantra or something like a practice that is okay for people to just adopt? Like, I guess we call it tool sets, right? I'd like yep. to adopt amazing tool sets from ancient culture, as opposed to five steps to happiness. Yeah. Um, I think like a, one that we're learning about is understanding un, really just understanding the the root cause of your attachment and just asking why so th this can come down to and just really be practiced even with something like food so when you get the the urge to eat something just knowing that like do i really need this or is this is this like a desire within me and is that happiness going to be, is this happiness that I'm going to experience in the short term permanent or impermanent? It's, it's very temporary. It's going to, you're going to bite something, you're going to eat it, and then your desire is gone until, you know, it, it, it'll cycle around and it'll come back again when someone talks about eating a chocolate bar. You know, I could have just sparked that desire for whoever's listening on here. And, and it, so the, the practice of the exercise is just recognizing that when these triggers come, that, that they're just our desires that pop up and taking some time to reflect on them and knowing that that's all it is, we can understand that and therefore just let it pass. And the, the more desires we seek, the, the more on the seesaw we're going to stay. We're either going to, we're going to, we're going to, try and um we're gonna what am I, what we're gonna um keep trying to fulfill our desires therefore our happiness or sorrow is going to keep going up and down like a seesaw and so that the idea is to try and stay in the middle which is why at the beginning when you're talking about being in like lockdown and everything i was like yeah it is it is a bit boring and monotonous, but maybe that is the way it's meant to be mm. is that you're not meant to go up and down, you know, like we, we entertain the, the fact that we want to um, experience 
something that we don't have. And again, that's coming back to desire. That's right. Well, and it could be that we're currently going through withdrawal. hundred percent. Of uh, unlimited access, you know, yep. and that we have, I mean, there's still some things we can, we can eat ourselves silly. We can game ourselves silly. So, I, I yep. mean, we still have portals, but that, um, yeah, there's some learning here and, I don't know. I've been fascinated with the word modeling. You know, everyone's talking yep. about modeling. We've modeled this and modeled that. And it's like, yeah, well, have we modeled a life without a deeper meaning? You know, and I think the that I don't hear too many people talking about that. I hear lots of people saying, well, lots of old ideas are bad. And I kind of agree with that. But I think we've got to be really careful that we don't equate old with bad. You know, I think we're yeah. starting to get onto that now where the more we have the phone on our hip and we're we're super smart now right because we can google like i haven't got a spelling mistake wrong in a while because of grammarly and these type of things but there was a time where it was really obvious that my 20 something percent in school c english (laughs) led to this guy being a stink speller but now those are those are suppressed and hidden and i guess um you know i don't even know if i would have had this chat like this with you if it was just regular days right so trying to find those little bits of meaning and um and it definitely has revealed to me today that maybe my misconception is i've i've put spirituality as a word um i've that just means kind of christianity to me right but that's not what it means to everyone so i think part of the journey is to remember that okay we're all on a different wave and i think people quite enjoy now talking about it especially if you're a podcast listener this kind of push and pull right yeah yeah i think it like like you're saying for me it's it's that that spirituality is is being in the space of recognizing the spirit or energy within or the energy around and that in, in the same way also is that there's no one recipe that's out there. You know, everyone's got a, a different taste. Everyone has different flavors. Um, and, you know, you gotta, you, you should, you should eat what you like in the same way, follow and believe in what you like. And as long as you're happy, then what more could I ask for? Mm. You know? And and that's the way I like to to be as well is just knowing that you know you're on your own journey and you're you're finding happiness in something you believe in, and that brings me joy. Mm. You know, in the same way that I'm on my journey and I'm trying to figure it out as well. Yeah. Oh, Cash, we've got a. Um, I'm looking forward to us catching up outside of these yeah, uh, level three things and just having a, yeah. a longer form one. But um, the idea was just to have a short, sharp um, catch-up. And yep. um, But before we go, bro, can you just give us a little plug for people watching now and listening now and um, when I post it as a podcast, um, where can yep. they check out your awesome podcast? Yeah, man. So my podcast is called The Human Now, uh, and we discuss um, ideas around what it means to be in the state of time. And our, our main purpose is making positivity louder. So you can find us on all 
where all good podcasts are found. So Spotify, Apple, anything Google, I think, as well. Um, and we also record as well, so on YouTube or our website, um, thehumannow.co.nz. Beautiful, brother. Thanks again, man, for joining us. I feel like no uh, worries. In, some weird, in some weird way, we did like an ancient, I reckon this is what church was, you know, yeah. this type of chat. And yeah. we might have been imagining people joining in digitally, you know, however, yeah. or connecting, because we might as well be enacting that, right? We can't actually prove yeah. that people are here now, but no. the notification tells us it is. So it's like, it's a leap yeah. of faith. And um, yeah. But but um, I appreciate you transcending with me, brother. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. And um, Akash, we'll catch up soon, eh? Cool. Thank you so much, man. Thanks so much for allowing me to lift the vibration. Dude, it's vibing in here. It's awesome. <laughs> my See man. you, man. Holding my head again Making my way through crowded thoughts Sometimes it's hard to get out of it Broke my heart in the dark I was just trying to feel something Falling asleep to the sound of it Always used to let you clean up the messes Down on my knees, thought I couldn't stand up on my own Turns out sometimes you're stronger alone Bringing out the fight, yeah, bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror I find one Oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard Pick it up, dust it off When I fall down 11, I get up 12 Don't need nobody else Yeah, I can save myself Got burned, but I learned Our scars make us who we are Now I'm 10 feet tall over my demons Remind me no one's got me like myself Yeah, I love me without any help I'm the best thing to believe in So I'm bringing out the fire Bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror I find one Oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard Pick it up, dust it off When I fall down a But I got a million reasons why I won't Cause this heavy is a season And the sun is always right behind the storm